Uh, hey guys, and welcome to this episode of Pizza Plus Coffee Equals Code. Uh, today we're here with Paulina from Dragon Bear Studios to talk about Enchanted. Uh, how you doing? Yeah, I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, and I guess for people who don't know what Enchanted is or uh, who Dragon Bear Studios are, could you give a bit of an overview of uh, of those for everybody? Sure thing. So Enchanted is a online cooperative multiplayer game uh, where you and up to four friends uh, run a magical inn and serve monsters or, um, or customers and make magical potions and essentially go through the hectic business life of running a, you know, a magical inn. <laughs> and essentially you're trying to succeed to defeat your evil wizard landlord, of course. It's always the landlords. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, I'm the creative director of Dragon Bear Studios, which is a little local uh, indie developer based in Melbourne. Australia and yeah we've been developing for a couple of years now um this title and it's yeah been pretty exciting uh and looking at Dragon Bear and, and Enchanted and everything um you know diversity seems like a massive uh focal point I guess how's that helped uh bring the game together having such a, a diverse crew of individuals working on the game um it's always you know when you make a team if you all think exactly the same way, you won't have much diversity of ideas and implementation and I don't know. So we wanted to make our team as diverse as possible in all the different ways. Um, and so that has meant that it's been really, really fun creatively to hear all the different opinions and understand them. And the perspectives that come with that are really important, not just to us in development, but also to the audiences that will will want this like so you know you want a product made by someone like you and that understands your perspective and so in this way we hope that um enchanted is accessible to a wide audience of people from all walks of life um it's definitely been yeah um we've worked with a lot of first nations uh developers and artists and writers and so there is uh um, a lot of elements of indigenous inspiration um, and values in the game as well. It is kind of actually set in a fantastical, uh, magical um, parallel um, Australia that, yeah, hasn't hasn't been colonized. So it's it's based in the in the past. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, some people uh, would call Australia fantastical and magical. <laughs> <laughs> Just because of how uh, different it is. But, you know, being from New Zealand, uh, I'm not going to say that uh, about <laughs> Australia, of course. Uh, I can't compliment it. It's it's illegal. They'll kick me out. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry about the possums. <laughs> we'll forgive you one day. Um, but you mentioned there something that I think is just super important to to make sure it doesn't slip by, and that is those those indigenous Australian aspects. Like, it's something that not every game is going to be doing it's not something you know that we get to to see so often and i guess how important was it to make sure that that indigenous culture was uh portrayed and and respected in this game quintessentially important um essentially um we wanted to include a bunch of groups that we felt like often don't get showtime in mainstream media 
um, and particularly in games. So um, when you do this, you have to spend a lot of time consulting with the different groups because there's no such thing as one opinion represents everyone. <laughs> Humans are such uh, diverse and um, different people and creatures. So um, yeah, we, we spent years consulting with different uh, different groups and we, we have an Indigenous consultant, Phoebe Watson, who's kind of in charge of that. And she talks with the elders and liaises them and make sure that everyone uh, that we can um, gets to have a say. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, we like, we're trying to make a game. We're trying to um, do something new and, and innovative and Although you can't, it's impossible to make everyone happy. Um, we're trying our best to make sure we keep all those sensitivities in mind. Uh, and you talk about these conversations going back uh, for a few years. How how long have you been working on Enchanted, and how has the idea grown from when you first had the idea to uh, now where it is? Quite a few years. <laughs> um, I didn't know this when I started this project that games take so long to me like wow I, I know they told me they told me yeah yeah maybe maybe two years maybe three years but um we're technically on our fourth year this year um I, I will break it down for you because that, that seems like a phenomenal long time so you know there's a year of just two people prototyping me and my co-founder Ben were prototyping for just a year um and then there's a year of like um working on the the prototype for pitching to film victoria and to investors and publishers and then after that then there's pre-production and then there's development so <laughs> this year we um went full launch into development so it, although it seems like a long time that the meat of it has has kind of i guess maybe not the meat but quite a large quantity of it has been happening this year uh <laughs> And then you finally get it to this stage, and I guess, uh, what does it mean to be selected for that uh, PAX Australia uh, indie showcase and sort of be able to to show your game to this audience? Um, really excited, exciting actually. This is actually the second time we've been uh, lucky to be selected as part of the showcase. Um, we were in PAX and last year too, and it was really phenomenal just to see thousands of people downloading the game and playing it. Um, this year, due to COVID and just how stressful the last two years have been, we actually decided not to do a demo for this specific showcase, unfortunately. Um, however, um, we think that that's pretty understandable considering the year everyone's had. Um, yeah. And I, it just, I guess it's really important for us to, for the mental health of the team comes first because you know, there'll always be another showcase. Um, there'll always be another opportunity to to let people play test our game. And so we'll be having like a, a cool little stream to show you what we've been up to, if that's of interest. Yeah. And like, that's also, uh, I guess when I'm looking at a project like this and I'm looking at, you know, the indigenous elements and the diversity elements, caring about your team's mental health as much as it shouldn't be also feels like such a rare thing in games nowadays that, you know, to hear you say this is, is like, you know, it gives you the warm and fuzzies a little bit because, you know, people, people should be caring about this a bit more. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's, it's just such a, you know, it's been such a long journey and, the people you make it with are so important and I feel like nothing in this world could be more important than making sure that everyone's okay this year like 
Um, and especially with how difficult game development is already without all these extra, I don't know why we decided to make a game on and then ramp the difficulty up to like maximum. <laughs> <laughs> Can someone, someone tweak the settings, please? Yeah. <laughs> it's always the case. You, you have a little idea and it seems simple and then just explodes. Uh, so just coming back to that like little seed idea at the start, where did this whole concept of a, you know, a magical in simulation game come from? So essentially um, the idea of running a magical inn came from a D&D campaign that I was running. <laughs> nice. Um, and we were just having such a great time that I was like, you know what, this would be the coolest video game. Um, and also we were playing a lot of cooperative games online and we just felt like we hadn't seen this done like this. Um, and so we thought let's mix these two things that we really love together and see how we go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and then it grew from there. Is, is there still, uh, you know, a good amount of the D and D elements or have you sort of moved across into your own sort of, uh, world and structure around it? It has been like a little bit hard. There's a lot of like D&D flavor in there, but also I guess D&D is quite a, a niche thing. Um, so, and we didn't want to alienate other audiences. Like uh, when we play test it, um, we love seeing like, you know, families play it and kids teaching their parents how to play it. And um, I think definitely they wouldn't know what D&D is, but um, I think if you, if you do like D&D, the references are, are there. They're just not, um, presented in a way that would alienate people who don't care about tabletop games or fantasy in that way, yeah. They're, they're not required uh, for understanding it and everything. Uh, personally, <laughs> yeah. I'll enjoy them as I've paused my 3D printer that's currently printing a new dice tray for me. Uh, <laughs> quite uh, so quite enjoy it. That's really awesome. Yeah, no, actually, definitely um, the, the four main characters are like adventurers um so definitely it's it's still all there <laughs> yeah. yeah um and you talk about families there like i've played uh i guess similar co-op games with my family you know we get the the kids together and the parents together and we all just sort of uh jam it out on the couch how how much effort or importance was there put into that aspect of literally anybody could play this game heaps enormous quantities um I, from the very start, we've been playtesting it with like local audiences in real life, and we, we particularly feel like this is a game that couples would really like. Um, and it's really, really cute to watch them uh, play it together. <laughs> I, I can say, thankfully, um, it's a little, it's, it's very different to Overcooked. You, you're not, it's not a couple breaking game. I like to think of it as more like a couple making game. Yeah. Um, and so definitely, yeah, like creating. Um, design that allows people to just pick up and play it um to have that simplicity without um too much difficulty but also having that depth for um more experienced players as well um and you mentioned overcooked there i guess uh just for you know the the curmudgeon viewer that's listening and they're going oh it's just overcooked with a new skin on it uh <laughs> can you give a bit of a i guess contrast <laughs> that's a good that? impression <laughs> Yeah, that's just the comment section uh, verbalized. Um, you, I guess, contrast or mention some of the, I guess, differences that is going to make Enchanted stand out. 
Overcooked definitely has been a huge inspiration um, for us. Um, however, um, we've, we've taken a completely different direction. Um, for example, uh, Overcooked is, I guess, about you know, getting those three stars to pass your level, you need to like, it's, it's a flurry of, of hectic and, uh, and yelling at each other and things. Um, although there are those elements here, um, we wanted to take a different approach that was a bit more chill. Um, so there's actually no gating to the levels. If you don't get enough stars and levels, you can still continue on if you want to. Um, so, cause you know, there is a, nar a narrative aspect unlike Overcooked, well. I guess that's that's arguable. There's a narrative aspect that I think is important in here, and that is that you know that whole like you're running an inn, you're taking that type of ownership and reflecting on that ownership, and um, so you're you know you're getting to have elements of oh, this is my place. How should I how should I keep it? Should I should I make these decisions uh, to look after it, or should I do marketing or whatever whatever you want to do as a business as as an in running business. <laughs> in in a magical world <laughs> i guess also just another core difference from overcooked is that like yes there's a bunch of level design but there's also just different um more i guess adventure rpg elements like there's a shop where you can buy upgrades and there's a nighttime phase where you can yeah, make these decisions like i was talking about about and that will create effects for the next day and affect how the next day goes um I think PC Gamer um, wrote a quote about us that it was like Overcooked, except for that part where you're not friends at the end. <laughs> and I think that that summarized the differences really well um, of how do you, yeah, creating a cooperative game that will you'll have a fun experience with without necessarily that much tension. Um, and I guess one of the, the positive uh correlations with overcooked as well is that if you you know you watch the trailer or you look on social media uh there's a lot of humor uh, a lot of puns and a lot of just general having fun uh and i guess is that the brand of humor we're going to expect throughout the game uh yes <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely in the name of the game uh that puns are kind of quintessential so sorry if that's not your thing um but, you know, when you groan, you're participating. That's, that's part of the fun. So, um, yeah, definitely lots of uh, silly humor. And it's, 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 I hope it's a really funny game. I hope it, like, makes people laugh. Uh, I think from the, the reaction to the trailer, at least, uh, people seem to be enjoying the, the humor from that. <laughs> uh, and then, I guess, to... The final question that we, we sort of ask everybody, my, my nine to five job, I'm a, a software developer. Um, and as the, the show name suggests, uh, pizza and coffee is what keeps me going and generates that code out at the end. Uh, what, what keeps you going or what is, what keeps Dragon Bear Studios going in those sort of tough, uh, days, maybe having a rough one, but still got to keep grinding at it. That's a, that's a good question. I don't think anyone's asked me that question before. Okay. Now I have to think of an answer. <laughs> um, hmm. So every week we we do play tests and we play the game together. Um, and it's not like, yes, we have specific play tests during the week, like QA play test or like make this feature work play test. But every week we do uh, just like a play test where we do a creative play test and we just 
chat to each other and bounce off ideas and and try and make sure that we still got that feeling of yeah what's it like to play this as a player and that keeps us grounded and connected and it's also just like fun to think of random things that are definitely beyond the scope of the game but would be fun <laughs> in a magical universe to, to implement um and we i guess we also do this with other games too um we, we we play as a team we play games social games together um during uh this uh physically challenged times <laughs> and um yeah, I guess it really helps that everyone on our team is such lovely, kind-hearted and, and talented people, in my opinion. <laughs> I'm sure that way. <laughs> also, they, they, they laugh at my puns, so. <laughs> That's the importance. That puts you higher up on the scale. If you laugh at the puns, you yep. go to the top. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, and if people are sitting here and, you know, they want to they wanna check out these puns, they want to hear them so badly, um, where where can they head to 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 hear more about uh, either Enchanted or uh, Dragon Bear Studios? Okay, so the two main things I would recommend is to wishlist us on Steam. But if Steam's not your thing, we'll also be releasing on all the platforms. So jump on our mailing list um, at Enchanted.com and... It's true, I am very rarely send an email, but that's because I don't like to spam people. But... Um, I, I do occasionally send out an email um, just to say hi and tell you about what we're up to. Um, and there will be a lot of, uh, we'll keep you updated on release dates and things like that. And I guess there's also, if you if you really want to hang out, we do have a Discord server um, where I share a lot of screenshots that I don't necessarily share with the public. Um, and we will be having a kind of private playtest sometime in the near future so if that is a fancy um we yeah love to have you so well thank you very much for for taking time out of your day to have a chat today no worries thanks for hanging out with me today it's been a, it's i didn't get any pizza one. though oh i'm sorry <laughs> i feel like i think like there's some lying going on here <laughs> uh, the coffee and the pizza's for me oh i see <laughs> I, said, I don't think I've had pizza for a while. <laughs> that's that's fair. <laughs>